Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Welcome to the Two Robbies Podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Trent Alexander-Arnold delivers late heroics to Liverpool as Jurgen Klopp's men come from behind against Man City in a tense 1-1 draw at the Etihad. Alejandro Ganacho's stunning bicycle kick piles on more problems for Everton as they lose 3-0 at home to Manchester United. Arsenal go top of the table after Kai Havertz comes off the bench to score a late winner against Brentford and Newcastle sweep Chelsea aside with a 4-1 win at St James's Park in what Mauricio Pochettino called Chelsea's worst performance of the season. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. OK, Musty, before we dive into the football, uh, I'd like to recommend a fantastic new podcast. It's all about Formula One and its rapid rise in the USA. If you want more Formula One after the conclusion of another exciting season, check out CNBC's special podcast series, Inside Track, the business of Formula One. It's an inside look at what's fueling F1's popularity and who is profiting. Sarah Eisen profiles the biggest names in the game, the league CEOs, brand name sponsors, and the million-dollar packages rolled out for the most elite fans. You can listen by following the Squawk on the Street podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Love Formula One, by the way. I, I know lo- you I love, love Formula, Formula One. And I knew this, this was a personal reading for you, my friend. I loved it. You did a great job on it. Thank you very and much. And I'm going I'm to tune into the podcast. I love Formula yeah. One. Love it. Squawk on the Street podcast. Don't forget it. Got it. OK, right then. Big game for us, though. Lots, mm. of, lots of talk oh, on this game. Um, wow, what a weekend, by the way. Yeah, what a weekend. Uh, isn't, it, isn't it always a, is a, is a great weekend, though? But full of um, stories, yeah. some good, some yeah. bad. But let's yeah. start, Rob, with a... You know, it's always going to be the biggest game of the season yeah. at this moment in time. Man City against Liverpool have been the two dominant forces over the last five or six years, haven't they, in the Premier mm-hmm. League? Yeah. Much anticipated, much talked about because it was the first game on Saturday morning, the 12, uh, the 12.30 UK, 7.30 yeah. in the morning, yeah. after international break. And maybe, just maybe, that influence or affected the game late on the game. But it ended up 1-1, Rob, and Erlen yeah. Haaland scores again after 27 minutes to make 1-0. Uh, to, to uh, Manchester City in a, in a very impressive first half for them, I thought. And then Absolutely. Trent Alexander-Arnold, as we just teased it, with a really nice goal in the second half. Mm. <sighs> what, what do we learn, I guess? What do we learn about where Liverpool are? I think that's probably the bigger question here. Yeah, where let, Liverpool let, are let, com- compared just, to where... I, I totally agree, but let's yeah. just do things All in right. order. Erling Haaland, 50 yeah. Premier League goals in 48, 48. appearances. is incredible. I mean... I mean, you know, 17 yeah. quicker than Andy Cole did. I know Andy Cole didn't take penalties, penalties but yeah. Yeah. just in the modern era, I mean, this guy's setting records that 
could last a very, very long time. Well, if you say going to be some striker to, to get fifty, the next fifty goals in, in quicker than forty-eight guns, that's going to be some striker. You just think about it, really. Yeah, I mean, if he stays in the Premier League for the next five or six years, yeah. he's going to hit massive yeah, numbers. Yeah. Like you know, I don't know. You know, a player like this comes along. You know, in our in our lifetime, Rob, in our lifetime, we've have we seen anybody as prolific as, as him? I'm sure, we've ever seen anyone quite like yeah, this guy in this team. In the, He's yeah. in this amazing creative yeah. team. So, so yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so just wanting to to pay, um, you know, justice to to Holland and his goal record. Yeah, it, 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 I think the story was slightly more about Liverpool. About what will we learn about Liverpool from this game? I was, I was, I'm still of the opinion, or was of the opinion, Rob, where. Not quite sure with Liverpool. Are they really kind of title contenders, or are they just going to be a good side who are going to fall short? Yeah, we know in they're the better. End? We yeah, know they're better. Absolutely, but we don't know how. how yeah, where's how much that better and, and how, how close? A couple mm. of things stood out to me from the game. One was the attitude of Liverpool. Liverpool went to the Etihad to win that game. Jurgen Klopp said it after the game. Trent Alexander mentioned it after the game. Liverpool are now back in that. Monster mentality, the, 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 the mentality monsters he talked of. Now, whether they're good enough to play that way, whether they'll score enough goals, whether they'll defend enough, whether the midfield's good enough, we'll find out. But the mentality of this football club, I think, is back where they believe they can win titles. But are we also saying that it's different now? Because yeah, I feel it's yeah. different. Yeah, it's I, different. I don't, level, I don't disagree with the mentality part, but they're doing it in a different way. Absolutely. They're not, no, they're no. not flipping hungry, no, you know. No, it, it, but... but my, my thought, my, my, my overall line is, they didn't go to Manchester City thinking at all. However they played, however whoever was the stars, they went to Manchester City saying, we're going there to win, which they used to do when they went close with titles mm. and won titles. Mm. And part of that, Robin, and I wanted to make the point that it feels to me, and, and, and probably in love is the wrong word, that Jurgen Klopp's kind of fell back into his club again. It's back to him, it's back mm. to the club, it's back to his personality, it's back to people. He loves the, the players again, he loves the training. He's been refreshed by a bif- bit of a different look and a yeah. different way and a different challenge. Yeah, yeah. I th- well, it's the, the midfield's as a, as a, as a rebuild. Yeah. Uh, I think defensively, I think he's worked on that uh, in pre-season yeah, to stop the crazy... I mean, they just gave a lot of goals yeah. away the last year. Um, Trent's position, of course, is something new again. I thought... The, the biggest moment in this game came at half-time when Jurgen Klopp went to work and he made substitutions that made the team better. Uh, Ryan Gravenberg is better than Curtis Jones, yeah. like, I, I think pretty immediately. I, I understand maybe in a game like this that he, he wanted Curtis Jones, who's, who's kind of been around a little bit. He's in a young yeah, player yeah. still. Gravenberg, I thought, made them better. And Luis Diaz is definitely better on the outside. Now, that change at half-time, plus... Trent Alexander-Arnold going inside on Bernardo Silva, that was who was superb and running the game in the yeah. first half, made a difference. Now, you could argue that Man City looked tired. There's a whole conversation about substitutions. Jurgen Klopp made five. Uh, Pep Guardiola right. made yeah. zero, yeah. which is, you know, really like, odd. But we, have seen, we have seen Pep do that in the past, where he's made no mm. subs, and people have questioned, and I know why, but there's some days where Pep's almost like, this is 11, unless somebody's injured... You, they're going to go all the way, and it's not as though you looked at the bench and there's a ton of options now. Yeah, I've always, I mean, I feel like with City, we always because they have so few injuries, Rob. <laughs> yeah. They've always got a ton of good mm. options off the bench. Mm. This was not the case. Man City, uh, Liverpool's bench was stronger, and I know it's about injuries and Kevin De Bruyne is a, a main man, etc., etc. But is that a little yeah. bit of cause for concern that when 
you know, Pep would like to maybe rotate and go to his bench a little bit more. That, in, particularly in this game, the, the depth isn't I, as I strong you, as we expected. I, I don't think t too many neutrals usually would be giving Pep uh, any sympathy. Like, oh, Pep ain't got enough players. Or Pep. No, no. I mean, Jack Grealish was ill, which was was obviously yeah. missed. And it's De Bruyne. A, a, a De Bruyne, obviously, we know. John Stones is another big one that would would play Kovacic, and drop into, mid, uh, into midfield. Nunez. Mateus so, Nunez. So yeah, Nunez. So yeah, listen. Um, I, I can't say it's a lack of squad. I don't think we'll ever be able to say it's a lack of squad depth that's going to stop Manchester City. I just thought there was something about City that their football was 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 excellent in the first yeah. half. And, and, and we have to talk about uh, Bernardo Silva, who's that little tweak, who's that special little football IQ at another level mm. they kept picking pockets of space to that left that side where the other side of McAllister where Trent didn't want to come in where mm. Doku stayed wide and it caused Liverpool mm. all kind of problems as you said quite rightly Klopp dealed with, dealt with yeah. it better second yeah. half but I just felt that City for some reasons it, it didn't feel like City were totally up. When, when City have played the big mm. teams I mm. always think they almost go, mm. right, we're yeah. going to show them who's boss. some killer instinct. Yeah, in and he's uh, passing and it's sharp and there's aggression. And, and didn't ever feel like that. And, I, and I, funny enough, I didn't hear anything after our game, but he did a later press conference and he was asked about, apparently Pep said he didn't think the fans quite got behind them and he said, maybe we've got to do better to get them going. But he felt the atmosphere and, and we did a little breakdown, didn't we, where there was a few shots of him setting up, like second half, yeah. scratching his head and mm. not quite looking in his normal confident self. Mm. I thought afterwards, uh, whether it's that, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk of these international breaks and they, they go away, mm. don't they, three times, September yeah, and yeah, October yeah. and November. Was there some tiredness there? He didn't have the bench stronger. So he almost like... Did he expect, Rob, that... Not expect, but was he not surprised that they fell away in the second half? Because yeah, we were a little bit. I remember yeah, saying at the end yeah, of the game, wow, yeah. kind mm. of surprised how City fell away after looking so bright, mm. so sharp, moved the ball so well in the first half, um, that second half they weren't able to do that. I mean, obviously credit goes to Liverpool as well. Absolutely. And on that yeah. thing, Rob, let's, let's, let's quickly kind of think about Liverpool now. Then we've had a good bit of body of evidence. Yeah, I think we all know it's going in the right direction. Yeah. After, after in the show, I think I said... I was, I, was, I was really impressed with Liverpool, actually, and I think the general reaction maybe isn't as strong as that from others around mm. the game. I really feel that now we're going to have a three-team race well into the season, in my yeah. opinion, just yeah. given what I've seen of the three teams so far. I'm not saying that anybody's going to overcome City because we've seen them reach top gear yeah. in the last few yeah, months yeah. many, many yeah. times, so Very we can't, tall. you know. Yeah. Um, but I just thought Liverpool looked like they're, they've got it They've got that belief back a little bit, mm. confidence back a little bit, and the quality that the McAllister and the Zubas lie, and I think Gravenberg's going to be a big part yeah. of that. I'd, you know, if they can find a, a defensive number six in January, never easy market, yeah, yeah. then I think that would complete the puzzle mm. for them. Would, um, would Calvin Phillips fit the bill? I know his name's been mentioned. If City would let him, would say maybe City might not let him go to a rival. Might not let him go, and I, and I don't know. It's, it's sure. he hasn't played so much. We, mm. it's, it's hard to Feel kind like of get a sense of where he's at. Speed. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. No, I, I don't disagree. I, and I, you know, part of my thought was I thought it was a really important uh, performance from Liverpool. Mm. I think it, it, it's given that, con that dressing room belief. It was a day when I didn't think Mo Salah had a particularly good day, mm. Rob, and you don't often say that. I didn't think he looked that dangerous. thought, OK, did a good job quieting him down on, on that right-hand side. Um, but there's definitely threats. Uh, they're definitely part of the picture. I sense right now they might end up being a little short. And, and 
just that defensive side and just 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 to push you on that whereabouts because yeah. remember before the game we said like it's a test yeah. for every yeah, part it is of the, a test for the defense and I think the they, can, and the I think front they can go closer I I still not sure defensively mm. Matip and Van this was pretty this was pretty good against Docker who's so yeah, difficult yeah, to yeah, absolutely um, but the quality and the demands of the, of the league and Europa League football if they stay in that just wonder if he, if that might mm. just be something that, that catches them but. Um, Listen, I, I thought mm. I, I, I thought it was a, a really I good it. day for I Liverpool. Like, I, I, I like the game. I enjoyed I, the game. I enjoyed it. Um, and Liverpool have shown that maybe they can compete and maybe mm. go. If they're, they're the one team, I think, even more than Arsenal now, and I know Arsenal have gone through experience, I think if Liverpool can be there or thereabouts, they're not going to fear it. No. They're not going to fear it. I don't, I don't think they'll be the... You right, know, I think, I think you could say bit. that about Arsenal as well, though. I yeah, think you more could say so now, and we'll talk so about now. Arsenal yeah. now. But, yeah, more so now than maybe we did last year. Well, I think everybody felt last year, didn't they? some point, Arsenal's going to cave this in. Yeah. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, Rob, let's, let's move mm. on to the, the next game that we feel is a big story as well, and that's the Everton story, Rob. And, and this game finished Everton nil, yeah. Manchester United 3. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody's aware of it, mate, but we, we should quickly, we should quickly mm. explain about Everton's point deduction. They've had 10 points deducted by the commission, yeah. Yeah. which is the largest in league history, uh, for the breaching of the Premier League's profit and sustainability rules. I guess mm. PSR, you could, you could shorten yeah. that to. Um, they basically, you know, over this three-year rolling period, they made a loss... I think it was 19 and a half million pounds, which yeah. is like $25 million. Yeah. So they, they felt they, they definitely broke the rules. But the 10 points um, deduction, I think, it shocked everybody. And it, it shocked mm. us. And I think yeah. most people believe, wow, that, that's a lot of points yeah. for not a huge number over what's kind of allowed as a loss over three years, which is a, a, a big amount of money, 105 yeah, million pounds. Yeah. Um, do you want to quickly, let's quickly double down on what we what think we of that. yeah. 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 And I'll give you a little, a little thought of an of a alternative Solution, method. Solution, maybe, yeah. of how we could do this. Anything well, to add in terms of, it was a hard, well, we all know it's... Yeah, uh, hard, excessive. I think the biggest thing for me, Rob, that I was trying to get my head around, did a little bit of research to find out, like, how do we get to 10 points? Yeah. Like, no yeah. transparency, no, no formula, no tariff, no yeah. matrix. Yeah. I read a report, and this is, you've got to remember, and we should say to you, it's an independent commission, not the Premier League who's set the points. Yep. It was recommended... The, the, the Premier League may make recommendments to the commission, but it's actually independent commission. I think it's three people. I read somewhere, and again, whether it's truthful or how accurate it was, that any breach that's found proven is an automatic six-point penalty, and then you're, you're docked one point 
per five million pounds, you're over the limit. So let's just say, in, in rough terms, all, uh, Everton were 20 million over the limit. So they get the six point breach, and then they get four extra points because four fives are 20. Mm. So that's how they come to the, the mm. number 10. And that's a report you read. I on that. read that on, in somewhere like The Guardian or The Telegraph or The Times this week. Mm. Now, mm. now, again, this is what was suggested the, the, the matrix that the Commission used. To get to 10, because okay. there, is, there is some talk that the Premier League was saying they thought it should be 12 well, what, what, points what, and the Commission didn't think it should be so, that so high. So our very own insider, David Ornstein, yes. doesn't, doesn't believe doesn't there, believe there is, is a tariff no. or a formula. So somebody could be either saying there is or somebody could be making that number up based on what they think. Listen, I'm not a big fan of punishments, right, per se. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and we got slapped with a three-point yeah. deduction way back. But I think, Rob, just on that point, and it's a very good point you make, but we have to say that Everton are in the wrong yeah. and they did deserve some, yeah. some punishment. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the, the Premier League has to hold clubs accountable for their financial, yeah. you know, whatever, mistakes or whatever. Yeah. Now, let me just offer this as something that, that I was driving into the studio this morning and I just thought, you know, it's got to be a different way. Mm. Let me present this and, and shout it down or whatever, no, if, if you I'm, think. I'm, now, OK, so after, over the three-year the three period, they were over, right? Yeah, they were definitely over. over. Yeah, yeah. Now, what I would suggest, and again, I haven't really thought through too much, but I'm <laughs> going to chuck it out there anyway, um, that once you hit that loss over three years, yeah. you're, you're, you're in trouble, right? Okay. Then you, you, you're in a probation period mm. where everybody knows, the Premier League knows, listen, you've fallen foul of the rules. Now, yeah. what we do now, we work together mm. and you have an opportunity to, to right that wrong. Over the next, and I'm going to check out there another three-year period, mm. you reverse those uh, pro- uh, losses to make profits. You turn that back again. Mm. In that way, right, the club knows it's got to cut costs. Maybe it, doesn't, it can't, it can't mm. buy players in the transfer market. Yeah. It's got to find a way over those three years to right the wrongs, to get the club healthy again, Rob, yeah. back into profit again. Mm. After that three-year period, mm. if they've righted everything and everything's back on track mm. and the club have been super careful... You're good to go, Everton. Okay. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, but, it, but if, you, if after that three-year period, you can't do it, and yeah. you don't do the things right yeah. to get into profit, you're out of the league. You're automatically Relegate. 20th place. Mm-hmm. You're 20th place. Now that, so it's almost like a suspended sentence, Rob. So, uh, okay, sorry. So, no, finish I'll finish off real yeah. quick. So yeah. three years, yeah. you broke the rules. Yeah. All right, you, you're in trouble. Mm. Now you're going to get a chance to put things right. I just like the, reha- the rehabilitation that that's going to help clubs yeah. get back on track, mm. slap the wrists of the owners that have done it irresponsible so, uh, paying fees yeah. and stuff, which yeah. Mashiri has done. And after that three-year period, mm. if you've got a chance to, you know what, on you go. Yeah. I, 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 and if you don't, yeah. And then you haven't got the, well, how many, how many points deduction for, for mm. Newcastle United, for example, or Nottingham yeah. Forest that yeah. break the rules? Is it, yeah. And they've got 50 points. Is it 20 points, 30 points, 10 points? Yeah, how well, how, are you, how is yeah, it yeah. to be fair? This way, a club has got the chance to get themselves back on a straight and narrow. If not, you're out of the league. It's as okay. simple as that. Everybody knows where they stand, Rob. Everybody, mm. everybody knows what the numbers are. Yeah. 105 million on a right, rolling three-year period. Yeah. So it, everything's transparent. Yeah, and it's transparency clear. is important. And it'd be, they'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah. next one yeah. is Brighton. Just, okay. for, you know, yeah, the, the, up, you're yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. You're over. Right, on, now yeah. you've got the three years. So however much that is, mm. you've got to work to get it back. So if a big club spends tons of money thinking, you know what, it's only a 10-point ban, yeah, we can well, handle we can that. Yeah, we don't mind yeah, finish mid-table. Yeah, we can afford this that. is different. Yeah, well, and if yeah, you go way over, well, you've got to go way over the other way to bring it back, and then you're good to go. If not, it doesn't matter who you are, you're in 20th place, you're automatically relegated. Like Thoughts? It. I'm, I'm typing it up now, <laughs> and I'm going to say, Richard Masters, be ready. <laughs> Just got a couple of points I want to come back on. Your devil's advocate before we send it to Richard Masters. Of course. So first one is... 
again, reports, but strongly accurate reports were saying that the Premier League were working with Everton during this case, and they were told that you're going over, you're going over, but they still did it. Michelle, Michelle. So what I'm saying is they've almost had that period three years ago, and we are where we are now. So that's why they've got the 10 points. They don't know what the consequence is. They didn't know what the consequence is back then. Yeah, all right, Premier oh, League. But yeah, to say, to say everything. Yeah, all right, all right. Not knowing what it is. If, if everybody knows at the point, you, they can still work well, you're, with them. You're, so, so, sorry, just to, to yeah. make your point, but you're saying if somebody's a million over, you're saying they've got... Three years to get it back, yeah. and if they don't... And they probably will get it back. Yeah. OK. It's easy to get back because they didn't make that much of an error. And they're not slapped with anything. And they can't continue to break the rules because they've got I'm to go o- back on your OK, side. so I'm OK with, uh, I'm okay with that. I just One more detail before I send it to Richard Masters. Is when do I get relegated? End of the season. <laughs> End of the season. What do you mean? So, so they've got a ten-point deduction now, but they still carry on the plane. No, no, no. no are you talking about my plan? Yeah, my your plan. plan. Yeah, you just said if, if it's... If they're it's they're 20th. You're going to be 20th. They're going down, mate. Yeah, if you, if after the three-year period, oh, that's, that's, three. that's, 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 so the three-year period losses, and then another three-year period to get back on the straight and narrow. If you can't get back straight after the three years, you're going to go out of the league. You're finishing 20th, guaranteed, no matter what time of year it is. OK. I think that might need a little I mean, bit more. Some people might say this is too weak, yeah. Rob, too lenient. They've, they, you know, they, they broke rules for three years. They get three more years, but oh, at least really? in those extra second three years, they are trying. They're it. trying They've to get. Back. So trying there to, might be well, the whole objective of this, Rob, is to stop clubs going yeah, out of business yeah. and, and by, stop people right. wanting the rules in, and, and working in I mean, unethical can, ways that they're right. as, as it, suiting the big, powerful clubs uh, and not the small. And clubs. And what happens if Everton continue to spend badly? Yeah, they could get another one and another one. And it's not, that's not healthy for the future of the football club. Mm. So this is trying to rehab the, yeah. the club I'm, and, and I'm not, safeguard I'm, it I'm for the fans, it. uh, that it's still going to be there, and make them accountable and make them do something else. Anyway, that's, that's my so. quick flipping drive to the studio thought about another mm. way of doing it. It was a good drive, mate. It was oh, a good drive. Uh, anyway, the drive. game. The game, Rob. Let's the go game. back to the game. Yeah. Man United back on track. Good yeah. performance. Yeah. Maybe the best of the season. Forward scoring when they haven't scored all season. Yeah. Um, and there was, the a little, there was another element of some kind of goal that was pretty good. The goal, I mean, it's up there with... I mean, it'll be probably in the top five all-time ever Premier League goals. Well, in my lifetime, I mean. Um, so we're going to see plenty of it. Yep. I mean, Ganacho with an incredible... Incredible finish, which I thought Rob, um, I said on air, sort of changed the mm. feel, the narrative in, in, in the, you know, the Everton <laughs> fans were, were wanting to, to say the piece. There was big noise. Yeah. It was all done in, in a very collective, measured manner, but it was definitely an atmosphere. Then all of a sudden it was like yeah, silence, biggest, the biggest deflation. I mean, yeah. one, you, it's hard to appreciate that goal, I suppose, if you're an Everton fan, but you still know it's football, you still know it's a piece of brilliance, and you, you kind of Do you think there's well. Everton fans are like, I don't believe it. Yeah, all times. How's our look? Yeah, a goal like that. Ganacho's first Premier League goal of the season. I know. And, and to be fair, Everton found a way yeah. after that. They, they took played, a breath. I thought they played and they well had a for good 20 period minutes. in the last yeah. kind of 20 minutes of the first half, and they had yeah. a couple of opportunities—not brilliant opportunities, mm. but opportunities to score, which they didn't do. Then the second half starts, and they get what they think is a free kick to them for diving, yeah. and VAR overturns it for a penalty against Ashley Young, Young on Martial yeah. that's, that, that I think we both agree is, is probably the right call, yeah, just in for me, end. in terms yeah, of just, a clear yeah, and obvious not, error. Not, not a lot, but, but yeah. just the, the right call. And then from that point on, United get a goal through Martial, who needed the goal. Rashford took the penalty that I thought was important. It gets him kick-started. Yeah. You know, Fernandes decided saying that he, he was born. And that's a good win for Ten Hag. It's, it's three goals, Rob. It's forward-scoring goals. 
it's a decent performance. I know you want to talk about mm -hmm. a certain player who's yep. your underappreciated. Yep. I just want to give uh, Bruno Fernandes another little mention. Uh, he's Mark. quality. He's quality. He's consistent. He's quality. He thinks about his teammates. He's a good captain. He's got his team back going again. Um, my other last thought was, was on, on United was... Can this be a start of a bit of a building block now? I mean, they've won some games recently, 1-0, 2-1, whatever, not played particularly well. thought that was a better performance. I thought you, the, at least the goal threat was there and, and forwards have scored goals. I mean, from now till Christmas, it's going to be really important. And they've got a Champions League game against Galatasaray, by the way. Uh, well, this midweek, I think it's my, Wednesday. I'm looking at my notes before the game. Huge week for Man United. Yeah, Everton yeah. away, Galatasaray yeah. a, a, away. They're yeah, bottom of the Champions League yeah, group. Yeah. And then Newcastle mm. away. A massive, yeah. massive. So we're going to learn a lot more this week. You know, Rob, I, I, wanna, I, I will give them a lot of praise for this performance and some stunning moments mm. in it. But it's still... I still... They've still got so much to do, yeah, Rob, haven't they? Yeah. Are we going to get Martial scoring every week? Garnacho can't do that every week. Is Rashford going to find his form again? Yeah, but all, if, to be fair to United, you could say that of a few teams. You could ask the few This teams, is Man United, you know, Rob. They spent so yeah, much money. I know. And but this is better. Man United, they're they're yeah. digging themselves out yeah. of a hole from the start yeah. of the season where they're really, yeah. really poor. And I admire that. And I want to I say right here, that's better. Here we go. This is Man United now on the men. It could they're be a star or something, though, It Rob, could be, but... Yeah, I know we, we've been. We should, to the, yeah, we've we been should be beyond. It could be a start of something good. Let's just take things as a football club that's, you know... Yeah. Been in all kinds of trouble. Maybe new ownership in the new year. You know, yeah, there's, there's more and more talk of Jim Ratcliffe, yeah. who's the guy who's going to buy 25%. He's yeah. getting older the football side. In the reports and newspapers that we read every day, yeah. there's more talk of him. Mm. How he's going to bring this person into position yeah. technical director, yeah. director yeah. of football. Well, Richard yeah. Arnold's out, out the door. Yeah. In, in, yeah. In, in, yeah. In so the there's going to be changes yeah. there, which yeah. is for the best. Mm. Um, uh, we'll see what, how he feels about Eric Ten Hag. What Ten Hag did today, Rob, which I was impressed with, made some big calls. Mm. Made some big calls. Mm. I mean, Sofran Amrabat, a player that was coming on loan, yeah. uh, and the Moroccan, for a while. yeah, which he chased, sat on the bench for a player that I'm going to immediately say is my underappreciated slash one to watch out for because we do do that with this. this I know you grabbed him early, Mosty. I did you grab know, him early. You grabbed him I grabbed early him because I, I knew you'd be jumping on him because his performance in this game, in in the pivot, the. the, the the number six, the holding midfield player, whatever cool you, word you want to use for him, was pretty special in terms of his coolness. 18 years of age, his first Premier League start cool ever. Cool Kobe. A really cool Kobe. Uh, cool Kobe. Cool Kobe. Um, dropping really deep, really good on the ball. I mean, a bit raw. He's kind of a bit all over the place. But what a good... Wow. Uh, particularly wow. the first 45 minutes. Um, so there's a player that everybody, whether United fan or not, this guy... Um, He's 18, 18 years of age. 18 years of age. Kobe Mainu from Stockport in Manchester. From, yeah, was wow. was pretty special performance, and um, wow. you know I, when I see that and I see the incredible goal from uh, Garnacho, I, I start. I then start. There's a little, you know, oh, I get I get a little excited <laughs> because for Man United for me, Rob, and we played against an incredible, mm. young, talented Manchester yeah. United team that went on to do amazing things. Mm. I feel that this football, football club's DNA is about young players yeah. and young teams and young stars and young talent. Yeah, and maybe and not two, getting Catherine right there. top. But yeah, but being, just have young players that yeah. are hungry. Boyland. How hungry are those Boyland two? Boyland could be going uh, yeah. with them, couldn't he? Yeah. Rashford kicks into gear. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I, I like yeah. those mm. two for me would be my, my memories of this game as those two and what they can potentially do for the club in the future. I had, I had one... One sort of picture comes back to me of Mainu today in, in an environment where he's a six at Everton in a 
really highly inflamed charged atmosphere, charge game, you know, Everton with, with a cause, Manchester United needing a, uh, a, res a result in a performance. He did something, Rob. It was in the second half where he dropped into between the two centre-backs and Harry Maguire went on a run. And it, the ball got worked back to him one time and he, he took a touch. He stood on the ball and he almost went to Everton. Yeah, come and get it. He waited, Rob. It was almost like, you know, something you do when you're 27, 28, 29, when you're confident, you're in front of big fans. You know, and he, he waited, he looked around, he saw it, the pass wasn't on, he baited Calvert-Lewin in, he played a little give-and-go and clipped the ball down, down the side. Mm -hmm. and, and that, regardless of ability, and that, that mm. mentality mm. at 18 years of yeah. age is incredible. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that about him. I mean, maybe Martial took his goal really well from mm. a beautiful ball from Bruno Fernandes. Maybe he'll go on a bit of a run. You know, we said this before, and this is why you know something in me still holds back in really getting excited. But I was excited mm. about those yeah. two performances today. I certainly want to just quickly on on Everton, Rob, in terms of, you know, it, I think they're going to be okay to catch yeah. and, and overcome yeah. Luton in the Premier League and be okay. But they are five points, five points from Luton from safety, <coughs> and mm. you don't want a couple of injuries no. or a bad, you know, hit, a patch of form where you really are starting to panic a little bit. I know it's going to appeal. They'll try and get the points back. Yeah. I've lived that, expected and hoped the points to come back. They were not. It was yeah. a huge hammer blow at the time. Sense they might get a couple back or something. They like might, that. but they've they, they got to assume that they won't get anything back. Yeah. Um, Wait at Forest next, Everton. Wait at Forest. My, my, my sort of concerns are that we're sort of saying, oh, you know, they'll catch Luton. We're, we're a bit in that Luton. Listen, yeah. Luton could go on a little they run, could. by the way. Yeah, they're, they're, they're unique. They're, they're playing they're, a different way. Yeah, and there's a little bit of confidence coming into the group mm. now, and they're, they're finding a few results. Um, I, I never liked, and, and I, I'm sure Sean does that, it's only 10 points. It's a season to have 10 points because you work your way out. I, don't li I never like that. No, I wouldn't like that either. No. It's 10 points they've worked particularly hard to get that they've been taken away. And the other thing that you said today where you felt they kind of lost a little bit of their drive and thing and I, and, and I kind of get that because I was thinking Rob it was a day when if I'm in Everton in that dressing room I'm thinking like, come on today we'll, we, we'll beat United we'll show the Premier League it never it never kind of got going I don't, I, never you know, I don't, you know, you know I, I don't like that stuff I, you know yeah, I don't like that stuff and I think it deflated them what, what I would say is and, and where I think Sean Dice has to be a little bit careful is that anybody doesn't start feeling sorry for themselves because if that kick kicks in, and I don't think it will, and I don't think Sean Dyche is the kind of man, and I'm not sure the dressing room's got those kind of players, because most of them have had to dig in at, at some point in the careers, but I just don't hope there's not a bit of feeling totally sorry Because if there is, wow, totally wow they're in trouble, mate. Totally agree. And, and, and maybe people think we're going to overplay this and say mm. about this, but I, yeah. I can't stress enough that the, the, the mentality in the, in, as footballers needs to be one in which there's n they stay focused yeah. on, on what they're doing and the purpose of their play and what the manager said and what's got them to playing better and not start thinking about that mm. or something else mm. that changes the mindset. Well, yeah, I can't believe the way you've been treated. Yeah, the fans are angry. We're all angry. We're going to get the points. You know, changing. Don't yeah, just yeah. Get, out, get out of your own head and focus. But that's why Absolutely. I don't like this talk of use this and you know, as a motivating force and come out all good. I don't like all that. Don't want it. I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't want it. I want. I want focus on on, I, I, on, on performance. You. This you, is what. This is what we've got to do. We, these are the objective things we've got to do to win games. This is what we've done in the past. Let's keep doing it and not use this fuel. Yeah. I don't like it, Rob. It, it, I don't sometimes like it. these things you can use outside of football that help you. Manchester City do it at the top of the work table in a different way. Somebody down at the bottom is probably motivating 
Steve Cooper at Nottingham Forest in a different way. I'm not saying that you, you, you take on the way of fighting the world, it's against the will, but these elements of, listen, we've been wrongly done, how can we address that? We can address it by winning games and showing the doubling, Premier League doubling that we'll down, get, Doubling yeah, down yeah, we'll, we'll on the game We'll get those 10 plan, points so. back and we'll show that we're good too. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah we'll, we'll see how things go yeah, with, with we'll everything. That. Obviously, that's a story that's going to run from now to the end of the season. Uh, on the points and the deductions. Let's go to the GTEC because it's never an easy place to go. Uh, Thomas Frank always has his team well set up. We saw almost like a, fi- uh, a five at the back, three in the Super field, tight. Two's tight Super against tight. an Arsenal team that went there. A few changes in the Arsenal side that, that I think surprises. Uh, Declan Rice was in the holding midfield role. Trossard was one side, Odegaard yeah, was back it. the I other. Like I like it. And, and Jesus, Martinelli, Saka is a front line. Yeah. Uh, probably similar uh, back line that we wanted. And Aaron Ramsdale was in goal because David Riot wasn't able to. <laughs> you sh- you sh- <laughs> I just said the words and you uh, shook your head. Me- memories yeah, sure so, come So yeah. um, let's start. Should we start with, with Aaron Ramsdale and, and that whole oh, on, line? Because obviously... Ryan couldn't play against his, his parents' club. club, yeah. club. Yeah. So he's on the bench. So Ramsdale knew he was playing this game. All eyes on Ramsdale because of what's been said, yeah, what his father said, yeah. what he wants to be a number one. And it didn't particularly go swimmingly well in the first 45 minutes, my friend. I mean, clean sheet, victory yeah, yeah. is the best we can say about Aaron Ramsdale's performance. And I feel so sorry for him. Mm. Um, you can absolutely see the nervousness and the panic and talking about being, you know, he's got to get out of his own head. Yeah. He made a couple of really bad errors. We didn't see all of last year, Rob. No, we didn't see that no, last year. No. You know, deciding to throw the ball. Oh, should I throw it? And then, and then trying to, to, to stop does it at the end. Does someone have to fall on Arteta? Yeah, I think he does. I think he does. He wasn't that man. He wasn't that kind of There was not an issue in golf last year. And all of a sudden, Dabaret has come in and he hasn't been good. He hasn't been as good as okay, what may be expected. Yeah, now you've got yeah, two goalkeepers yeah. that are feeling the pressure. Mm. Uh, Raya's not... He's had a f- quite a few moments, Rob, where he's been caught out. And now the other guy comes in after doing nothing wrong last year and the first part of this season yeah. and, and also had a bad game. So, you know, li- listen, we're, we're only saying what our eyes are seeing here. Yeah. And, and maybe this is thing that's going to settle down. Raya's on loan. If, it's, if he is going to be the guy... Sign them in January, yeah. and maybe yeah, Ramsdale goes somewhere else. You yeah. buy, you get a number two that's okay with being a number two, yeah. and, and and that surely is the way that it's worked mm. in the past for other yeah. clubs. This this was awkward. It was an awkward look. Other than that, mm. Arsenal patient, yeah. some good changes, attack-minded lineup. I thought good substitutions. Kai Havertz yeah. coming on, scoring that goal. Lovely ball in from Saka. Yeah. You know, when a team is compact and it's narrow and it's tight and it's physical like Brentford mm. are. Sometimes you've got to swing some balls in. Yeah. Sometimes you've got, you can't always play intricate football to get through. Um, and that's how the goal came. Good ball yeah. in the back post. Habits is six foot, what, four? I think he might be six yeah. four. Yeah, he's good Big, size. big, big yeah. size. Heads it in nicely from a difficult angle. Thank you very much. Um, much better work from him. And the team will go away from there. With it were like few, that was difficult mm. um, because it looked like, didn't it, Rob? It looked like yeah, we're, we're this right. is going to be a nil-nil. A nil-nil. And sometimes and, these and things happen. They'd seen City and Liverpool draw, so they knew they had the opportunity to go top. And we're, we're, we're starting to talk about, oh, have they missed the opportunity? Yeah. Credit, I'm going to give credit to Mikel Arteta, as you say, for the substitutes, for his belief in, in what he do, he's doing and, and, and how he does it. I want to give the team a bit of more because I've, I've said most of this season, I still think football wise, there's a little bit more to go. I think the, which is good. Got, like, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be top of the table. We're still gears to go yeah. through. Yeah. But the, that steel and that grit and that determination 
It looks a, it looks a more different, complete. Yeah, a bit different. The chemistry's different. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why. Who, who was very close to winning my underappreciated performer of the week? Declan Rice, my friend. Declan Rice is a dressing room changer. He's that big. Yeah, and, and he is. To be fair, he is appreciated. You know, Declan. he is. He is. But he, he, his drive, Rob, to I keep know. going. He, he sets up the ball that ends up going wide that goes in the box. Yeah, he's different level. And we knew that. Yeah. And, and that's why. You, yeah. what, it's not whatever money, but we knew that that money is a, is a massive fee. But you're never going to regret that no, for him. No, yeah. What you'd he can pay, do. His different you, positions. You pay, by du- the way. you pay double for him for what he is. And, and I've got to go to my underappreciated performer of the week. Because I'm waiting. I'm going to put it out there and then I'm going to hold back. <laughs> Kai think, Kai oh, Havertz. Please explain. Kai, so, he, so, he, so he is underappreciated, is he? Kai Havertz. Let, let me. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Kai Havertz, under difficult circumstances, I mean, in, incredibly difficult circumstances, when you've been signed for 83 million and it's not going for you. He's got one goal that was a bit of a gimme when his, friends, his teammates let him take a penalty against Bournemouth when the game was done. Gets thrown on late on in the game. It's nil-nil. It looks like your team are not going to go top of the table when they should. You've been bought for £83 million. Uh, You've missed lots of easy chances. Your confidence looks super low. And then you get your head on the back stick and get a three points to take you top of the table. It puts a whole different outlook on the weekend and the future. And could, and could let me say, be the word, that could start to kickstart your career. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think is underappreciated because if Mikel Arteta can, so I've had could and can, start to get more out of Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz becomes an important another option for Arsenal. Gabriel Jesus at the moment, not quite at it. Eddie Nketiah is in and out, not quite at it. Kai Havertz could be an important player for Arsenal in this running. Uh, OK, I'm done. I'm done. Well, my, my, why, why I reacted immediately is there's the name of our thing. It's the underappreciated award, right? Yeah. So underappreciated yeah. means, Rob, that, you know what, he's a good player, does a lot of good work. He doesn't get appreciated for it. Yeah. I don't see any of that. Where's it? Where's the work that he's done that's good that you're saying can it's been underappreciated? Everybody can have he hasn't their, done. Everybody can listen, have their I, own I, I agree that today, un, I, okay, okay, yeah. and, and and listen, I agree. Deserves a tap on the back. I liked his interview. You know, I put my ego aside. I'm yeah, trying to work yeah, my way. Yeah, Love yeah. all that. Good game. Paid some of his feedback today. Yeah, good goal. Yeah. But come on, and well, underappreciated. Hold on, but hold on. What do you want him to do? Just what he did today, or in yesterday, the game yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So he, he deserves a tap on the back. No, but I, I, just, but don't, I, I just don't know whether... You know, I underappreciate. We should have a good game in the world. people like you have already earmarked no, that I he's not good I've enough. Given, I've given plenty I'm, of opportunity, I'm saying to you... He hasn't done enough a good to ta- be appreciated. A good habits. I, I, we've got to look at upside. I'm with Mikel Arteta. The glass is half full. If... if Kai Havertz, if, can get, if they can get him in the spot and get him confident, is a better player for Arsenal than uh, Granite Jacket. Kai Havertz has a capacity to get you double-figure goals. These midfield players in double the Double-figure prem- goals? He's got, he's got double-figure goals in him in a good season. Yeah, in a good team, in well, a good season. Well, how long have you got to wait then for that? And, and where's he going to... He's, well, he's do, put do, all, do over people, the, all over the team he's tried. Do people not go to clubs and have difficult times and then comes good? <sighs> I don't know many, by the way. I don't know that many that, 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 that after a season, all of a sudden, 
spring into life and score a ton of goals. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit tongue-in-cheek because I, you know that, you know, I love a, I love a player that can find yeah. a way back from, mm-hmm. from poor form. Yeah. Um, I just, I think he had a he had a good impact off the bench. Mm. I just think it's a little early, and we respectfully disagree at certain things mm. that he should be under. He's an underappreciated performer because he hasn't done enough for me for, to say, look, this is what he can do. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. But I'm, if you I'm, want to have I'm, a different I'm not parameter, argue on it, with your point. I'm going to say he had a good he had a good what, impact based on maybe what Arteta sees in training based on what he sees in the dressing room based on he, he doesn't have to play him he doesn't have to put him on he doesn't have to continue Mikel Arteta sees something that's going to make his Arsenal team better because Mikel Arteta wants to win the Premier League just, and I just think Kai Havertz a good Kai Havertz it's a lot of ifs, is, right? Uh, let me just let me just yeah, let me just yeah. double down a little bit then. Just finally on this, I don't want to yeah. go on too much about it. Where do you think, in all seriousness, where is he going to fl- flourish, Rob? Well, how many more chances in midfield, or is he a, a false nine, or is yeah, he a left yeah. back like he did for Germany in school? Well, what, what do you? What, well, what Gabriel Jesus seen? Where? played at Manchester City. He could play wide left, wide right, centre forward, false nine. Kai Havertz has the capacity to play in a number position. He's a great athlete. He's, he's good in the air. He can. He can he's, got, he's got clean feet. And technically, you're not, he's you're, got not, you're not going to have him in front of Martinelli, or are you on the left, left forward, Martinelli or Havertz? No, although Martinelli's not playing particularly well, okay. but no, so he's, not, he's, not. Not, he's not a wide player. So not he's Saka a false nine or, 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 or an a midfield player, or an eight. Yeah, he's a false nine or an eight. And that's why he was bought. We heard yeah. that from, from Nicolai Tetzel. Right as, as now, an I'm not sure if, if with the centre forwards that are playing at the moment, he might not be a bad option as a false mm. nine. OK, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I liked Arsenal's perseverance. Uh, I agree, mm. uh, you know, in terms of, I think they're tougher this year. Yeah, they certainly yeah. would have learned from the experience of last year, and the top of the league, the top of the league after with with we don't know, I, I don't know what the ceiling is. I don't know what they're going to be when, when everybody's fit and playing well and having to score in ten goals from midfield. You know, I don't know where they're going to go. You got love, Kyle. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day. Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal... And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All let's right. talk about Newcastle and let's talk about Chelsea. Oh, St. James's Park. Um, so Mitchell Pochettino has just come off a 4-4 draw just before the break. One of the better performances, as you said, and you can start to see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. We can see where we're going. And then we go St. James's Park. Um, we concede four. And in his words, Crikey. not ours, it was uh, one of the worst performances mm. of the season. Mm. Pochettino was sitting in the stand, so he got a good look at it from an aerial view. Was very, very angry at the press conference. Uh, defensively, they were shambolic. Uh, Chelsea, I, I, I watched the highlight package last night. I mean, uh, Buddy Shield was in uh, Thiago Silva. I have to say, is not in his, in his best form. Rich James, your captain, gets sent off for two silly yellow cards. Yeah. A little harsh, but mm. 
he gets sent off in the end. Kukureya wasn't great. Um, I kind of feel like this is what we're going to be this with is, Chelsea. Is this is it. Is up and down, yep. up and down. Great game, look good, not yep. so good, not so good. Yeah. It, a, a consequence of the, a lot of young players, yeah, a lot of yeah, new players, yeah. players that we've said before, we're not sure they're good enough to be effective as Chelsea players in terms of where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And Todd Bowley's looking for players that can play in the best Premier League season. Yeah. We, know, we know that. Yeah. Um, 90 to 100 points. Yeah, he, he wants to produce a team that's capable of 90 to 100 points in a season. Obviously way off that right now. They're mid-table. I really like Pochettino. This is not a Pochettino thing. I don't know whether that's going to start being a thing with, this, mm. with, with people in the game yeah. or Chelsea. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't imagine anything to, do, or anything to do with him. But mm. that's not the problem right now. They've got a lot of work to do, Rob. And, and those players have got a lot of work to do. Maybe the sporting directors. There's two of them at the football club. have yeah. got a bit of work to do in January, etc., etc. Um, and again, this wasn't one of our main games this weekend. Yeah, There's one of those windows of all the games going on. So, I, I, you know, we didn't get a detailed look at it all. Um, I did see the goals though, Rob, and I saw Newcastle United, mm. and I and I can't help but love the way that they they power they power through they yeah. find ways and and one player that that almost got my underappreciated is is Anthony Gordon, and his mm. maturity at this club, his progression, the excellent management of his manager Eddie Howe, the persistence at times early season, Rob, where mm. I thought he was a little bit wishy-washy on the left-hand yeah, side yeah. I like his sharpness I like I his speed that he wouldn't be in the team with maybe Harvey Barnes coming to the club and, yeah. but I mean what another another mm. good acquisition and well managed to get mm. the best out of him like all the other signings on Eddie have pretty yeah, much yeah. I'm sure maybe one or two that, that haven't been so great but another player that deserves a mention and yeah. deserves maybe an England call-up yes yeah, that's, that's the, well, the thought well Scotty's call-up He's also eligible oh, for Scotland, and there was I talk know, this week that maybe um, yeah. Steve Clark might go and, 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 try, and nab try and nab him mm. if he doesn't get an England thing, which mm. would be you know a shame for England and, and maybe a loss for, for Elliot's point of view. Jamal Lasalle as well, Rob, uh, is one. I think we might have given him underappreciated the last few weeks. Yeah. But I talked about yeah. him coming in instead of Botman. Apparently, brilliant in the dressing room. Is a captain of the football club. You know, leads by example. Make sure we regulate things. You know. There's some, there's some good people around uh, Eddie Howe, not only in his coaching staff, but your Trippiers, your Wilsons, your Lascelles, he's got he's Dan Byrne. You get, you get the sense that they regulate things and make sure everybody's on and training's right and you know, timekeeping, all those little things that can creep in, Rob, that sometimes start to have an effect on your club. You, you, get, you get this sense none of that's happening at Newcastle. Do you think as a football club and a team, Newcastle United mm. are a little underappreciated? As a team, I'll tell you for why, Rob. Yeah, no a, I remember a, a big seminar by this big sports stat- statistician about the Premier League and mm. points and all that. Well, I might have said this before. I apologise if I'm going over old ground here. But this person was saying that goal difference yeah, is a better bet. gauge mm. of how good the team is over, you know, over the course of a season because points can... You know, the, the table can... In this, yeah, this guy's can, opinion, the point... Actually, get, table can lie. Can but the goal difference is more day. of a sense of how good they are right now they're the joint second best team in the league the best at plus 20 goal difference is Man City the next best is plus 17 which is Arsenal mm-hmm. Liverpool and Newcastle United who are actually with points are sixth right now yeah. are Newcastle in a false position Robbie Earl and are they still a team to finish in the top four they, they are still a team they absolutely have a capacity to be in the top four I think how and how deep where they end up in the Champions League might have, have an opinion mm. what they bring in the sum, in the January window in terms of adding some more depth to the squad is going to be important I think the thing that's underappreciated for me is that they didn't go for the headline store 
manager and the headline store players are all going to take them to another level with all this money investment. And it shows that actually good coaching, hard work, careful club, careful club management and improvement is just as important, really Robert, as, as, yeah. as bringing anyone else. And mm. well done to Eddie Howe and all Excellent. the people who are really, really doing great. things mm. at Tottenham. Uh, at uh, Newcastle. Let, let's go to uh, Tottenham Stadium, uh, Tottenham 1, Aston Villa 2, Spurs coming off back-to-back defeats um, after 10 games unbeaten for, for Big Ange, uh, still missing a number of players with injury and suspension. I think we, we, we said, Rob, didn't we, I, I was doing the, the, this game this morning, there was probably up to five first-team starters not available. You had LaSalle, Benton, Kerr and, and Heal all making just their first Premier yep. League start. Mm-hmm. You had Royale playing as an uh, emergency centre-back. Eric Dyer not even involved, no. Rob. No. It, it, when you know you're missing your your main centre backs, and then Eric Dyer still doesn't get in the team, it just shows what, that yeah. he has no future at that at the club. He doesn't because he's not very quick and and good player, mm. England international, you know, brilliant career. Mm. Um, but it, with this system, he needs somebody quick back there. And I thought Emerson Royal, to be fair, did a good job. I'm not a huge fan of Ben Davis, and I will say right now that the two goals scored by Aston Villa, I will say here and now, would not have been scored mm. if Romero and Van der Ven are playing. The two centre backs that are normally there would defend the the long set piece into yeah, the box tell. better, and I got to think they would have been closer to Ollie Watkins, Rob, as he scores a second yeah, goal, the winning goal, goal. Yeah, give and go, there. two centre backs yeah. right in between yeah. them. Um, I thought there was some brilliant football from Spurs at half time. I'm like clapping, like Spurs well done. Like half the team is out, and you're giving Villa a little bit of a run around. Yeah. Um, Didn't take the chances, though, did he? What one wasn't enough for that amount of playing that amount, those amount of chances. Yeah, well, the, the Udogi first, the Udogi, one over the top, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Kulusevski. Sonny had three goals off, offside. Yeah, so all, almost really, really great. Yeah. But fair play to Unai Emery. And we always look out for this. Yeah, thing, yeah. Things that managers do at halftime that changes things mm. tactically, substitutions that, that was in this case yeah. the important factor. Yeah. It changed everything around, Robert. Mm. And that with Spurs' tiredness, because mm. the players... I haven't played. Wait, like, it's that hard intensity to get, not, is hard yeah, to play. You, yeah. you can't train th- at that level. Right. And you, they tired. They yeah. really, really did tire. Did, and yeah. Villa, to be fair to Villa, <laughs> you got. I, mean, I do. When I look at sometimes the, the line and them getting caught in behind, I'm like, yeah. gosh, they, they, could, they could have conceded two or three goals in the first ten minutes. But it was interesting because you said that on, on the broadcast today, and I'm thinking, like, again, I, I'm sorry if I keep on saying, but it was a great insight when we were around Villa and I talked to John mm-hmm. McGinn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew a little bit. I'm just saying, like, what's like? He said. He doesn't give the videos to any video analysts. After the game, he goes home at night, does all the, the watches it, and analyses it himself, yeah. draws things on, on all that, which is brilliant stuff. But my point is, Rob, he will see that high line, mm. and he will see yeah, yeah. that they're creating chances. Yeah. Yet he's, he, yeah, he, he must it. have decided yeah. that that's the way we've got to Fine, play. We've enough. got to take that risk. The odd days we might get done. Or, yeah. you know. And by the way, they've also got a magnificent goalkeeper whose reactions in and around the things are good and who's quick at yeah. coming off his, off his ground. Yeah. They might, yeah. He might just say... Yeah. They'll take I'll, it. I'll take I'll that take, risk. Yeah. And, and that's fair enough. Yeah. And fair play. Yeah. And fair play to him. And absolutely right. We saw him uh, get hit 4-1 first weekend of the season uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. We, Newcastle. Uh, oh, Newcastle and yeah, Newcastle United yeah. got him beyond it. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, he's like getting in. But and, yeah. that being said, to your point... They're fourth, they're fourth, aren't they? They're fourth. Yeah, they're fourth. I've got an old table. I've got an old table in front of me. They're They're fourth. fourth. They're fourth in the Premier League. We're playing that way. They've scored 31 goals. Only Man City have scored more goals than them. And and that high line enables pressure. It enables them to be higher up. It enables them to get forward easier. They're not sitting all the way back to, and it being Mm -hmm. a long way for them to attack. So, 
you know, I get it. I get it. On one hand, I, I, I hate... It bothers me. It bothers me sometimes to see that how people yeah, get in behind yeah. them. But you are right. He's a very smart coach, and he's willing to take that gamble mm. that this means in other ways, other benefits they'll get from that, yeah. that they'll come out on top. And they're blimming in the top four. Yeah. So, fair play. Fair enough. Again, just to add to that as well, I remember one of the players was asked something about, about his style, and he said, it was so awkward playing so high. It was concert. He was saying... Yeah. I felt uncomfortable there. Totally. But he, he says, no, he, he, he made him believe in it. He says, now we get it. All right. So he, he, there's a time where, yeah. you know, you, you have to get over the doubt. And, and I think the players have. I think maybe we only see them every now and then and we see the chance if we think, yeah. Carl, he can't get away you with can that. Still, also, by the way, we talked about it today, Rob. You yeah, can still be high. Got, yeah. And when you see that ball going in behind, you can still kind of retreat yeah, real quick. and try. It's not like, you know, we're going to stay here and we're sticking our hand up for offside. Yeah. I think there is a way of doing that. Maybe they're, they're better than than we expect on that um, but well done Aston Villa top four brilliant story and I also thought Spurs played well I enjoyed that game that's yeah. a proper game of football absolutely. entertaining mm -hmm. two coaches that are strong minded want to do it their way loved it absolutely loved that just, just on that Rob mm -hmm. um, before we move on um, Terry Venables just want to talk about Terry Venables oh, died yeah. on Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. night yeah, yeah. former uh, Tottenham manager mm -hmm. and player mm -hmm. uh, notably was you know was seen as, as a shining light for England and, and got England to the Euro semi-finals yeah. in 1996 yeah uh, 91 Cup winning Spurs, and, and I know you had six months with him at, oh. at Middlesbrough. And, and oh. I mean, I co you couldn't talk higher uh, oh. of a coach than you talked to Terry. So, really sad day. Um, yeah, it's a sad Personal day. memories, mate. Oh, just great ones, great mm. ones. By far the best coach I ever worked with, Rob. And, and I'll say, like, when, you, when you're a kid and you, and you dream about being a professional player and you think about being a pro training you know and what that's going to look like his training sessions and what he did on the field with us uh, uh, tactically yeah yeah this is what i i expected to happen but i didn't see that in my nearly 20 years only those six months with terry venables mm. did i work with a coach that i was like wow he's teaching me something here yeah. by the way i'm learning stuff and by the way it wasn't easy to to take on board it's quite complicated yeah. And he literally, when the ball is there, you move here as he moves here. Then you spread out. Then I want you on the back post covering your central defender. Even as a wing back, he got me yeah. doing that. Yeah. And then, so he, he was a brilliant tactician and, and a real quick story. And, and of course, my, 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 my Borough fans will know this. We were rock bottom, Rob, with Middlesbrough in League, yeah. 99 or 2000. Yeah. Rock bottom. And Terry Venables was asked to come in by our chairman to assist and help out the club and the team and the manager. Coach us out of trouble after we had meetings, crisis meeting at the club with our current staff, and we are this, and why aren't you doing this, etc., etc. And, and they asked the, 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 the team, what do you think, right? And I, I wasn't a big voice in the dressing room. I'm, yeah. I'm not a loud type of guy, but I have an opinion. Yeah. And I stuck my hand up in that meeting, and I said, you know what, Gaffer? I just think we should be more... By the way, this is before Venables, so if I make yeah. that clear. Like, when, we, when we're bottom yeah. of the league table, mm -hmm. and there's Brian Robson and Viv Anderson yeah. and, uh, and Gordon McQueen, God bless him. Um, and I just said, you know what? I feel we, 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 we should be more organised, more groups. We're on the same page. If think something goes wrong, we know who did it. We know where we go. We know what we're trying to do. I got, I got, I got shouted down by the staff. Yeah. What do you want us to do? Move yeah. you around like Sabutio, man? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Grow up, you, you know, oh, and I'm like, I put my hands yeah. up, yeah. okay, just yeah. that, that's, that's my opinion. thought on yeah. it. And I don't take any pride in this or anything, and I'm not trying to, you know, say that I was right or whatever. A few weeks after that, nothing improved. Mm. We got yelled at every game, and Terry Venables came in. And he wasn't assisting anybody. Mm. Move them to the side, let me coach the team. Yeah. Never raised his voice one time. 
one time, but got us on the training ground. And what did he do? He moved us around like Sabuti yeah. men. Yeah. You move here. I want you in this position. And to be fair, right, I wasn't, I wasn't really in his best eleven. So he, he, because of the system and the midfield makeup, he yeah. wanted a goal threat, which was okay. Christian Carambu, yeah. played for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He wanted a, a real good playmaker passer that was Paul O'Con, yeah. who was the Australia captain, yeah, yeah. and he wanted a getter, a really great uh, deep playmaker, an aggressive player. Yeah. We had Paul Ince. Yeah. Form- as good as, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. okay, yeah. but anyway, that doesn't that doesn't taint my view. He so coached he us, Robbie yeah. Earl, from yeah. bottom of the league table to out comfortably out by the end mm. of the season, avoided relegation, yeah. and I was like. And the fans were like, wow, yeah, well so that, yeah. that's a coach. Yeah. And I learned more about the game and about tactical side of things and about defending lines and where they should be in those six months than ever before. I knocked on his door one time, Rob, because he had an idea about how do we defend corners. He left two people up, they were yeah. split. And I'm yeah. like, why are they? I knocked on his door. For three. Two, why are they split? Three. Like, yeah. wouldn't you want them close together? Mm. And he opens his door, come in. You know, let's yeah. have a chat. And yeah. he got his little tactics board and he explained to me what his thinking was of mm. playing the two forwards way apart, you know, splitting forwards yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the details yeah. of it. And like, I, I'm, I think, you know, yeah. so what a brilliant coach, a brilliant guy, super respected, fun, jovial, loved, loved the, the crack, the banter, but what a smart tactical coach he was. Yeah. And it, what makes me a little sad is that I know that he kind of retired, I, I guess kind of late-ish, mm. And he, and he had a dream, I think, to live in Spain. He had yeah. a, a, a hotel or an Airbnb or, or a, a bed and breakfast. And I just feel sad that he didn't get to live and enjoy that as long as what he should, he, yeah. he should have done, yeah. given his amazing career and service yeah. to the game. So yeah. there's nobody that I could speak more highly of in terms of a coach, of a manager. Others have different attributes. Yeah. And I love different managers like Brian Robson for other reasons. Yeah. But in terms of a, of a pure coach, Terry Venables mm. was absolutely top of the tree in my career. And I'm somebody that's a thinker. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. And I love that side of the game. Mm. And I learned more under him than anybody else. An absolute yeah. gentleman. And, and it's a sad day for football. Yeah, it's really well said. Just quickly on that, mate, just before we move on, and, 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 and as you say, you know, that means something when it comes from your heart like that. We've got a league of innovators, Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, Pochettino, mm. those kind. Where would Venables be? Would that be the kind of company he, he would... million percent happy with all that lot? Yeah. Million, he'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be right in that group. Right in yeah. that group in yeah. terms of loving. He would love right now what, what the Premier What's League is. Like. Yeah. And what Postecoglou yeah. does at his yeah. beloved Spurs. Yeah. Well, he'd love that. Really he really would love yeah. it because that's what he was. And he was way ahead of his time, Rob. Yeah. And that's why he did so well with the England national mm. team because he, he was doing things like that and making teams yeah, a lot better. The, the but Christmas it's a good point. tree, wasn't it? And all that. Yeah, the Christmas yeah, tree formation. Yeah. He was a thinker and, yeah. and he did great work. And mm. it's a good, interesting point because the Premier League now has got some of the brightest yeah. minds I think we've ever seen, Rob. Mm. And the so game is... Ch- I mean, just think of the days where cool. get, it, get it wide, Long, get it in yeah. the channel. You know, it's so different They're now. Not and those today, days, mate. They served as well. Well. Let's just go through the, uh, yeah. the results quickly. Luton Town got their first ever Premier League win at home with a 2-1 win against Crystal Palace. Um, Mengi with the first goal, Elise with a beauty for, for Crystal beauty. Palace and then Brown late on gets the goal that sends the Kenny crazy. Uh, also, slightly bad news for Palace. We're not sure yet mm. if the poor, but um, as Eze got... Looks like yeah, he got he injured, yeah, injured. Off yeah, and walked off. We'll, we'll have to yeah. see, but uh, not a good day for Roy Hodgson uh, and Crystal Palace. A brilliant day for Luton. We'll start believing Rob that you know, with the ten points that the Everton have got, why can't they stay up? Why can't they? The the energy that they they play mm. with, the way that they play, they bash it forward a little yeah. bit. 
and that's what they've got to do. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it takes to give them a chance. So, great win for them. Congratulations, first ever win there. Um, Sheffield United won, Bournemouth three. Two sides to this. Sheffield United, wow. I mean, maybe. Uh, hacking button. Yeah, it's got to be under pressure now, mm. given that at home against Bournemouth. Yeah. But fair play to, to Andoni Areola. Yeah. I, I kind of. I don't know whether we, we, we spoke much about him, Rob, but I've kind of liked what they've been doing the last yeah, few we weeks. we talked about him last week. Uh, he's last growing. Week the team's yeah, growing. Yeah, the team's just, playing. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and he's starting he's to do some, way, some good Tavernier's work. So. Tavernier's a good... Tomato, Tavernier. He's got a couple of good players, yeah, mate. They've got yeah. a nice little way of playing. And yeah. yeah, great win for them. Burnley won West Ham. Two Burnley go 1-0 up. Rodriguez with the uh, penalty after Colioso gets taken mm. down. But Burnley robbed that seven games at home, seven defeats, an own goal for Moshe, and then a Suchak late when is he, goal when is again. He, when does he go away from the style, Rob? Does he go um, away from that expansive, open style? I don't style? think he does. No, I don't either, but uh, part of tough. Be, Part of being Vincent Company, I think, allows you that opportunity yeah, more so than if, than if you pull Heckenbottom, Rob, or you're somebody else. Uh, but I do feel I feel they need some tweaks, Rob. It's got to be, isn't it? I feel I they mean. need some tweaks trying to play the, the style of play. And, you know, from winning positions, from scoring goals, they, 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 they're, getting, they're getting a look in, they go 1-0 up, and mm. then two late goals in, in, in late mm. in the game, 86 minutes, 91 minutes, mm. a five-minute spell, and, and there go your points. When you play that way, that expensive way, mm. you, you better be pretty good, yeah. as you're going to concede yeah. a lot of goals. A team that are pretty good in expansive style, Rob, is Brighton. Sure. Brighton beat go to, go to the City ground not in a forest and win 3-2 yeah. a difficult place to go to mm. um, well one nil down <laughs> wasn't he Alanga scores after three minutes yeah and then you, you get the young star players Evan Ferguson one of those guys yeah. scores after 26 minutes Joao Pedro scores a penalty Gibbs White um, was involved in that there's a red card to, to Lewis Dunk as well in the game yeah. I mean Deserby's kind of celebration rob is strong. Yeah, yeah. First win in nearly two months in the yeah, league. Yeah, that's probably why. I think six without. They got, without they got a lot of injuries again. Another yeah, team has got, got a lot of injuries. But he, he, a bit like Ange, you got to love that he's. He, the older they are, they're going to play a certain way. Yeah. And you know, if, if it's young players coming in, if it's older players, this is the style. This is what. It's good, we isn't do. it, mate? And no, it's it good though. Oh. The, the style in the Premier League now is, oh, is so good and so different to what it's been for many, many years. A great result, and Brighton continue to do well. Listen, another great weekend, mate, where goals were the theme uh, of this weekend. Mm -hmm. Haaland got his 50th in record time. He's City due with Liverpool. Kai Havertz, yes, my Kai Havertz, underappreciated player mm -hmm. of the week. Comes good for Arsenal. They had edge past Brentford. Newcastle put four past Chelsea with Poch in the stands. And Ganacho gave us one of the greatest goals we've ever seen in the Premier League as United win at Goodison Park to move into the top six. We'll be back next Sunday, that's December the 3rd, when we'll recap match week 14 that sees Newcastle host Manchester United in the big game at St James and Manchester City take on Spurs. But for now, I'm Earl, he's Musty, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good, good night. night. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you gotta check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one and done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease, plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, 
ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.